0: Over on Instagram, I've been doing a series that I've been calling The Songs That Made Me. And essentially, it's just been an excuse to dive into the basslines and the songs that influenced me in my career as a musician. Today, the song I dove into was Tracy Chapman's 1988 hit, Fast Car. If you're a bassist, you might be thinking to yourself, holy crap, Larry Klein's killer bassline on Fast Car. Obviously, it wasn't played on a synth bass. This is how it was recorded, that's total sacrilege. Now, I wanna pose a question to you. If you weren't watching, would you be able to tell this Wasn't the exact instrument and now maybe you would be able to but the reason I dove into trying to translate this bass line on a synth bass That has to do with the way I look at and understand and view and hear music this musical transition in my life wouldn't have happened if it weren't for my diving into the world of whiskey, specifically scotch. So I'm going to share with you two questions that I would always freaking ask myself whenever I first tasted something for the first time. I think really was detrimental to my enjoyment of music and whiskey. And I want to replace that with a new question you can start asking yourself today. My mama went off and left him. She wanted more from life than he could give. I said somebody's got to take care of him. So I quit school and that's what I did. So I've been reading this book lately uh, by an artist named James Victoria, and it's called Feck Perfection, and I love it. This is a game changer of a book for me. I highly recommend it. I will put a link below to it for anybody that wants to check it out. But in it, he has a chapter where he talks about that if you are an artist, it is your job to have a damn opinion. And one of my favorite things about this book is uh, that it encourages confidence, something that I have massively struggled with in my life. For me. What ended up happening was I spent a lot of time trying to guess what other people wanted me to be instead of finding my own musical voice. Uh, And that ended up leading to a lot of insecurity, second-guessing myself, second-guessing my musical choices. And this book by James Victoria dives into confidence and trusting your gut and your instinct and forming a damn opinion. Not only is that a good thing, it's your job as a musician and as an artist to have an opinion, but there's a problem that can come from that. And the problem stems from when we put the cart before the horse, when we put uh, this value on forming an opinion before or more than we put a value on forming an understanding of what it is we're diving into. Now, here's what I mean by that. Uh, An example for me is whiskey. I've got a uh, Lagavulin 16 right here. Uh, Sarah got this for me for Christmas this year. One of my favorite scotches. And... uh, The problem for me is when I started getting into scotch, uh, the question I would always ask myself whenever I'd pour myself a dram and I would sit and I'd smell it and I would taste it, the question I'd ask myself is do I like it? I don't think uh, that question is wrong inherently. Uh, do I like something? I think it's important. That's how you form your an opinion about things. But the problem was, I started forming opinions before I had an understanding of it. And the way I changed that was by changing my question. Now, when I started taking whiskey more seriously and I wanted to have a better understanding of it and I wanted to appreciate it more, uh, what helped me was I replaced the my initial question my question of do I like this and I replaced that with a question of what is it that I taste for me that opened up an entire new world then instead of saying okay do I like the smell of this the nose of this whiskey I started asking myself okay what do I smell okay I get some caramel I get a little bit it smells a little salty like it smells it smells a little smoky those are some adjectives that start coming to me uh Okay, maybe I'm getting some vanilla from this. Well, now that I've been to uh, Lagavulin, I've been to Islay in Scotland, uh, I know that it sits on the coastline. Where they store all their barrels of whiskey is right by the ocean. And so it's that spray, that sea salt that is spraying over, and it's in the air, it permeates everything over there. And of course, it's going to go into the whiskey. Okay, that's what I'm getting. Well, that smokiness, I'm getting, okay, well now I know that comes from the malt being dried over peat that's being burned. Now, listen, again, it's not about not asking yourself if you like something or not. It's about starting with understanding and then moving into uh, have forming an opinion about that. Oh, man, listen, there's nothing worse than being out with friends and showing someone like a new beer or a new whiskey and like, oh, man, this is amazing. you got to try this. They take a, a one sip of it and they go, oh, oh I, yeah, I don't like it. It's not for me. Well, what, what is it that you didn't like about it? I, I don't know. I just, I just don't like it. There's nothing worse than having strong opinions with no understanding of why you got there. Right, man? And you know what? I think music is the exact same way. For me, when I was listening to uh, music, the first thing I would say starting uh, in my life of starting to actually listen to music, I'd start initially thinking, okay, do I like this? no, I don't like this song, on to the next one. And start. I would start categorizing things, right? I'd start putting songs and music and albums and artists into boxes. I like these ones, I don't like these ones. This is the style of music I listen to. This is the style of music that I'm not into. I wasn't able to understand, I didn't have the palette necessarily to understand what it was about this that I didn't like. And because I didn't have the palette to understand what it was about it that I didn't like, I wasn't able to look at it and to find the things within it that I did like, right? Like, So now, as my musical palette has expanded and my understanding of music has advanced a little bit more, I can look at something that I can say uh, isn't necessarily my thing, but I can find things within that I appreciate. Now, what if we were to take this a step further into just experience and consuming something into the realm of creating, right? I I still had this problem when it came to creating things. In my uh, situation, it was bass, right? So when I would listen to something and I liked a bass line, I would say, oh man, I like this sound I don't like. So after I was done categorizing everything, I'd say, oh, this is the sound I like. That's the sound I want to go for. The next question I started asking myself was, what bass is this? I realized that for me, I was skipping a step, and that step was I was skipping over the chance for me to expand my musical palette, right? Like the understanding of the things I'm hearing. And so I'd instantly go, okay, what was that bass? Oh, that's like uh, there was this bass. I'll get that and I'll just play it. And like a friend of mine once told me, gear oftentimes can be the lie of believing that you can buy talent. And for me, I was skipping over that whole step of it. instead of asking, okay, what, like I'm going to skip my ears. I'm going to go straight to the forums and nerd out about like, what is this? What was used? What if I just took a second and asked myself, what am I hearing? Because That's the thing, too, right? Like, then all of a sudden money disappears. Whether I'm playing this or my Novation base station, this a couple grand, the Novation base station, only 200 bucks. You can find those things used for the deal is. It's when I understand what is it about a sound, right? Like in this tune with Tracy Chapman in the bass, like what is, what are the characteristics? Is it like a round or a harsh overdriven bass line? Like when I'm listening to him play the notes, at what point do the notes get to their loudest point, the attack, right? How long till they decay? Like after hitting that highest point, how long do they roll off? Well, it's my understanding that like, oh yeah, it's by I can tweak the attack and the release and the sustain on this synth bass, and now suddenly, I don't have to like figure out how I can get the money to buy the exact base uh, that he used on this recording. Now I can look around at the things that are in my hands and around me and say, "What do I have, and how can I use the things at my disposal?" to create something, to create something that I have a preference for, that I would enjoy listening to or fits the moment. Another thing on gear for a second. Uh, I was watching a documentary the other night. It was called B-Sides. It was on a photographer named Elsa Dorfman. And one of the things, fascinating things uh, that she said is that uh, gear, and she was talking about her cameras, is like a spoon that you eat soup with. It's not the soup. It's the tool that we use to eat the soup. And a lot of times I think of the same thing goes to no matter what art form you're in. Like we celebrate the spoon too often, right? Like when's the last time you went to a restaurant and you had a killer meal and you go back in the kitchen and talk with a chef? Are you going to go and be like, oh man, I just have got to say... Your oven is the most amazing. What brand of oven are you using? Is that like how like how big is that? What were like the temperature settings you were using on your oven when you were doing that? Like you have just the most killer oven rig that I've ever had before because this was an amazing meal. No, hell no. You say, oh man, this was amazing. This what you crafted, what you presented to me, the thing that you have nerded out about and obsessed over. What you this expression of your ideas that you present to me this is amazing. Thank you for this amazing meal. And I think a lot of times with music, fill in the blank for whatever world you're in. Uh, oftentimes we celebrate the spoon instead of realizing that it's actually the soup that we're all here for. Right? Yeah. I appreciate this bottle, right? Like I, I I think this bottle's gorgeous. It's got like this amazing divot right here. And I think it's just sleek. This is, this is a sexy bottle, but, uh, when a friend comes over my house and I crack off the top, I'm like, oh, dude, have you seen, just look at this bottle. We just don't even drink the whiskey. Oh, have you Have you tried the Lacavulin 16? That comes in the sexiest bottle ever. No, you're like, man, this whiskey is incredible. Uh, the bottle is just the carrier of it. Now, I still care about gear. And I'm a nerd out about gear because I'm, a, I'm a, in my heart, I'm a total nerd. But for me, the most value in my life, whether it has been tasting whiskey It's been listening to music, it's been tasting food, drinking beer with friends, whatever it is, uh, the most value has come in my life when I celebrate the ideas. Yeah, when I celebrate the ideas over the gear, over the... The price of a bottle of whiskey. When I celebrate, not the rareness of a whiskey or the price of a bottle of it. Not the rareness of or the price of a custom custom shop uh, bass guitar or how expensive this synth is. Man, doesn't matter. It's what you do with it. It's the ideas that you can pull from it. At the end of the day, uh, it's the ideas. It's what I come up with. It's the extension, right? Like this is another part of my arm that is an extension of my mind and my ideas and my thoughts I'm trying to put out in the world. So that's why I'm asking myself lately. I'm still giving myself a chance to form an opinion. I still want to. I want to have. I want to continue to be better at uh, having the confidence uh, in the opinions that I form. Yeah, trusting my gut instinct. There's something about when uh, your palate is given the chance to catch up with your opinions and your preference. That's. Uh, that's when it gets really cool. That's when it unlocks it. That's when you're able to listen to a song and I can go, oh, okay, that's a bass and not just a bass, that's a Rickenbacker. I can listen to it and be like, okay, that's a P bass with flatwounds on or like, oh, that's a synth and specifically it's a Moog, or that's something else. I can, it's, you get faster. It's only by developing your palate that then when you listen to something you're like, Oh man, I love that you instantly know why you love it and what it is and that helps you this is why this shit's so selfish. I don't give a crap about this being like the right thing to do because you know if you're an artist, this is what you need. No, screw that. This is all about, it's faster, it's a faster path, actually in the long run, between you and getting to the things that you appreciate and enjoy. It's a faster path to you expanding your palate and being able to enjoy more. Cause right, like when your palate expands and you can appreciate more things, they're then experienced more things in the world. More whiskies now exist. Uh, more music now exists that you enjoy. That makes your day, your evenings, your mornings, whatever, whenever you're experiencing, it makes your life that much more enjoyable. So at the end of the day, maybe at the end of the day, it's all about magic, right? When your palate and your understanding of something is able to catch up with your preference, yeah. When that expands, when when your appreciation of things expands, yeah, something suddenly magical happens, and what happens is suddenly, seemingly in an instant, the world is now filled with more things for you to enjoy, more drinks for you to appreciate, uh, more food that you uh, will enjoy eating, more music for you to enjoy listening to, yeah, maybe at the end of the day, it's totally selfish.